Hi, I'm Paulina. Hi, I'm Bricia. And we're sisters, friends, daughters, wives, and business owners. And we're just following our dreams, you know, working to be a better version of ourselves every day. All right. And we're also moms. Welcome to the Supermama Sisterhood. Hello. Hello. Hi, Supermamas. How are you? Hi, everyone. Happy whatever day it is you're listening to. Welcome to the Super Mamas podcast, your favorite podcast with your favorite hosts. The hostess for with the mostest, Bricia and Paulina Lopez. No, you definitely are the hostess with the mostest. You invited me for lunch and then there was like a whole ass spread of food, like out of the pages of Bon Appetit Ay, in the table. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dude. I cheat. I cheat. One of my one of my bestest friends is one of like it's a great chef and he's always giving me great advice. So like I have like a um, low key pocket chef that I can call when in hundred call a chef. Oh my god! And we were driving in Eduardo. We were trying to figure out what to make for dinner because y'all were gonna come over, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, I told Eduardo, I was like, so what do you feel like eating? So his first thing was clam pasta. I was like, great, that's easy. We can just I can. Throw that on myself and you just know, free-wing just it. You know, easy. algo fácil. Clams and spaghetti. And then he was like, actually, no. I want ribs and potatoes. <laughs> and I was like, well, that just opens up an entire, like. <laughs> it's like a one dish. Yeah, clam thing. pasta, like garlic, lemon, a shit ton of lemon and like acid garlic, some chili flakes. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Wine, like it's fine. You just build from there. But like when he says ribs and potatoes. You kind of like open up an entire yeah, you know, door. What style? We, yeah, like I can take it anywhere. And this was at 12, you know, we're coming over. So I have, a, I can't just like brace it. I can't grill it. I haven't taken charcoal to my house. So, you know, I'm like, what is how I have to do everything inside. So I'm just like, what, what do I do? So I called my chef. <laughs> 1-800-CHEF. 1-800-CALL-A-CHEF. <laughs> And I was like, so here is, and like, where should I take this? I don't, I'm not, I'm like, ah, so he gave me like a, a baseline. I'm like, say no more. I know exactly what I'm going to do. That should be a thing. I want 800 that you can call and ask a chef, like when you're in the middle of cooking, like, hey, so like, this is happening right now. Where do I take it I did the here? same thing last night. I did the same <laughs> thing last night because Eduardo wanted shrimp pasta. And oh. I'm like, oh, no more pasta. I'm like too much. We already have way too many carbs today. He's like, fine. Let's have like a shrimp salad. But he also wanted a Nutella sandwich. So <laughs> call my friend and he's like, why don't you just make something like a peanut Thai dressing to kind of bridge the gap between the Nutella and the shrimp? And I'm like, genius. And he's like, just do that. That should be, you know, tell him that he should like, uh, you know, advertise and I'd be calling too. I'd be like, so what should I do after this? I don't know. And I'm like, okay, so what do I do? He's like, just start off with peanut butter, fish sauce and vinegar and just like take it from there maybe a little bit of water, but that's the whole thing. Like that's, you built from there. So then I was just building and it would just do the, the most, I wish I would written down everything I put in there. The most incredible dressing, ask mom, ask mom. Mom was like, this to. is so good. I'm like, isn't it so great? And I'm like, so what do I do with the shrimp? And he's like, well, just, I would just salt pepper. And like, that's what the dressing's for. You put it on top and then you toss it with the salad. I'm like, genius. So we did that last night. But anyway, buying back to the ribs, he said to steam them. Dude, that was genius. He's like, I would steam them with some chiles, some spices, some stuff, and then let that go and then create the sauce from whatever was steamed and just put it on top. And I was like, 
I miss complete sense because you're <laughs> steaming. So it's juicy and all the fat comes down. And then after the steaming of them, I fried them and then I use that. Dude, how awesome, how great was that sauce? I mean, the kids, I went, I had some pictures of the kids because the kids, all their faces were like red all over. Like Krista was so good. Not even looking at, she was not even looking up. Yeah. You know, well, she and was devouring then those. I just boiled some potatoes. I smashed them. I did like a light fry on them. And then I added some of that base water into mm-hmm. the potatoes to kind of rehydrate them. It was so good. Potatoes were bomb. And then Everything the broccoli. And then the broccoli, I just blanched them really quick and then just added olive oil, salt. No, just olive oil, pepper, and garlic. I don't know how to blanch. I think like blanching is something that... I, okay, it's just like a, a really fancy way of saying or dropping something in really hot water for like 10 seconds. And then, yeah. Oh, yeah? Is this stuff? That's what a blanch mm. is. Yeah. <laughs> and then usually you put them in ice water, but I didn't because I did it super fast. So then I just kind of let them steam a little bit more because I just want them to be a little softer. But usually blanching means dropping your vegetables on really, really hot water for about 10 seconds, taking them out and dropping them into ice cold, in an ice cold bath, an ice bath. So it stops the cooking process and it just is perfectly crispy, but also cooked through. Mm. And when you blanch them in salt, it already adds the salt. Oh, damn. I love that. You're welcome, Super Mamas. You have just received a very quick lesson of cut <laughs> That means, yeah, you know, <laughs> I am going to tell this to start his service. I'm going to say, you should just open up a service of 100 call a chef. For real. I would be so calling that number <laughs> because I need, like, Today I'm thinking I have fit, I have cod. What do I do with the cod today? You should do uh, fish tacos. I did those two weeks ago. I was thinking about that fish tacos. Send me your send me a quick tutorial. <laughs> I also had cod a couple weeks ago, um, and we had fish tacos. They were great, and the kids love them. Or just share the number, and I'll be like, "Hello, yeah, I you need that." <laughs> you know him. You can call him. <laughs> Hello, I want to do cod. Hello, <laughs> Hello? I want to do cod. <laughs> <laughs> he gets super excited too, which is the best part. Like he gets really I mean, into it. And I don't it's like, know. I think he should really put that number out there and be like, you know what I mean? And you have to send pictures in between. So he tells you if he's doing, if you're doing it exactly. right. Exactly. That's a great <laughs> yes, service. Yes, I do. Somebody should have that. And he's like, mm, that doesn't look right. I feel like you just need to add a little bit of water. What does it taste like? And it tastes great. He's like, okay, then it's good. <laughs> so instead of water, so then what I do with the shrimp shell, so what I do with the shrimp, I took all the shells and I put a little bit of water and I boiled them. So that's the water I used to like thin out the dressing instead of just regular water. That way it added some of the spice. Oh, and then he said at the end, he's like, and I would add a little bit of sriracha at the end, just kind of add a little bit of something. I didn't have sriracha, but I had fly by Jing's zong sauce and I added a little bit of that. Ooh, girl, it was so bomb. <laughs> if mom said it was bomb, you know, it was bomb. And it was Eddie bomb. was like, it's probably one of the best things you've done this week. I'm like, <laughs> this week. <laughs> This week. He finished the entire salad, like full-on vegetables, shrimp, the whole thing. I love that. And his Nutella sandwich. And that's what we put (laughs) the cap with the Thai peanut sauce. I love that. I mean, if it was anything like what we had on Saturday, it was incredible. And I mean, we're just giving the Super ideas this week for their Thanksgiving dinner. I hope everybody has an amazing... no one's having a shrimp salad for Thanksgiving. (laughs) But if you are, good for you. I hope it's good. But the broccoli... The broccoli or the potatoes, you know? Mm, broccoli potatoes. I also am like, why didn't I bring this for lunch today? Mm-hmm, you <laughs> should have. But this week is Thanksgiving. Lots of food, lots of food. I actually started working out a week ago before Thanksgiving so that yeah, I don't feel as bad <laughs> of all the food that we're going to have this week. But I hope everybody has an amazing time and we'll be back to tell you 
about our Thanksgiving. My two Thanksgivings. We're going to have a double Thanksgiving. We can't wait to tell you all about it. But this week on the show, we are going to actually have an old episode, a throwback episode in honor of Thanksgiving. We're going to talk to our friend Cynthia Perez. We're going to bring back her interview. Can you tell us what is the interview a little bit about, sister? Yeah. Well, we've had this is a throwback. This is a recycled episode. But Cynthia Perez is here to talk about the power of giving, obviously, because it's Thanksgiving week. Since Cynthia was young, she knew she wanted to be an organ donor. And I would say this whenever the, we recorded this episode, which is a couple of years ago, her dream was realized. She donated her kidney to a family friend without any hesitation. And she's going to take us through her journey and talks about how some of the challenges she faced, her husband's support, which is the most important thing to have, her family's reaction, her recovery, and really break a lot of misconceptions around organ donation in our community. And this girl's taking the power of giving back to a whole new level. Definitely is. She definitely did. Shout out to Cynthia. And that is it. Enjoy our episode with Cynthia Perez. Have a beautiful Thanksgiving. Have a beautiful Thanksgiving, guys. Love you. Welcome, Cindy. Hello. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Who you are, where you're from, how many children do you have? Who is Cynthia Perez? Who is this mysterious Cynthia Perez you hear about? <laughs> so I am born here in LA. Mm -hmm. I was raised in Texas, El Paso, Texas. And then I eventually made my way back to LA. Um, I went to culinary school. And then I met my husband, Mario. And we have two beautiful little girls, an eight and a, a five-year-old. Beautiful. I love your husband, by the way. Yeah, we're all, thank we're you. We're all like family friends. Um, and let's talk about Julian. Julian or Julian? He goes by Julian. Julian. Mm -hmm. Who is Julian to you? So Julian, we've known for, I don't know, 15, 16 years, maybe. Maybe even more. So we know him... Um, Mario's bis Mario um, used to have a business partner. Mm -hmm. Her name is Roxana, who I, you're familiar yes. with. So we've known Roxana before um, when she was single, yes. right? So uh -huh. then she met Julian. Um, they married, and they have two beautiful children. And um, he and I found out last year via an email, and it was a very kind of cut dry email, mm -hmm. just the facts. Yeah. Right. And it was from him and he's, and he, I had no idea he was sick and he pretty much said, um, you know, I have this disease. It's called PKD. Well, my name is Julian Calabrese. I have this disease. I have two beautiful children. I live for my children. And it wasn't like a flourish kind of, I'm pleading to everybody. This is my case. This is my fat. These are the facts. And I am in need of a kidney. Mm -hmm. And the moment I read that, um, in the, so let me kind of give you a brief history before okay. this. I have always known for some weird reason that I was going to donate. Really? Always. How? And how, how I don't know. You, you know. I have that? no idea. I just knew that one of my biggest sources of pride were when you get, you know, when I was in Texas, I get, you get your driver's license. I got mm -hmm. my driver's license at 15, right? The biggest source of pride was that little donor sticker. Yeah. Right? And I was very adamant with my family. If anything ever happens to me, you need to understand this is what's going to happen, right? This is, I want everything to go. I got married. I told Madhu the same thing. And 
I always, in the back of my mind, I always knew that if I could, I would. And that was just it. And I believe in God. Mm -hmm. And I believe that God puts you at a place, kind of aligns the universe for yes. you. Yeah, mm -hmm. always. In a way in which he facilitates and he crossed, he crossed our paths. Mm -hmm. And the moment I read that letter... Mm -hmm. You knew. I knew. And it wasn't, it wasn't, an, oh, should I? Well, there, there was, the, there was some, of, you know, back and forth, but I knew. And it was just as easy as I'm looking at you now. It, I just knew. The challenge was convincing my family. Right. Right? And so my first conversation with, with, was with my husband. Mm-hmm. Um, And I told him, this is what I want to do. And he, he immediately, which is a very logical thing, there's no way you're doing this. Absolutely not. Not my so wife. So you got the email and you said, I got this email from Julian. I'm donating my kidney to him. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I didn't get it personally. I just saw the post, yes. right? Mm -hmm. And he had seen it. Mm -hmm. And I said, I want to donate my kidney. And he's, you know, he's like, my wife isn't going to go through this. What? You, no, right? No. I mean, that was, yeah. and that was a pretty honest, pretty reasonable way of thinking. And so um, I said, well, you know where I stand and I've always wanted to do this, but right. if you're not, if I don't have your support, then I'm not going to do this. Right. So then I waited a couple of days mm -hmm. and I prayed about it and I meditated about it and I'm thinking, God, what, I, what, What am I supposed to do? My mm -hmm. heart is telling me one thing, right. but I'm also not going to not break up my family, but I'm also not going to cause this riff. Right. right. I mean, this is a huge thing. It's not like I'm going to buy, going to buy a pair of shoes. My husband, you know what I mean? Like this is huge. Right. So then, um, a couple of days later, I, we talked about it again. I broached the subject again and he pretty much said, and this is the part that every time I talk about it, it never gets old. And I always, I always think despite the fact that he doesn't want me to do it. Yeah. He looked me straight in the eyes and he said, I know where your heart is and I don't want you to do this, but if you want to do this, I will support you 100%. Mm -hmm. That to me is gold. I mean, yeah. what more do you want? from mm -hmm. a partner. your spouse. I mean, yes. you're like, you know, the good and the bad, this is the good and the bad. Right. Yes. Yeah. yes. And so I, I, that's when I felt this weight lifted off my shoulders and I, and I, and I said, okay, I'm going to do this. And so started our process and it was not, it took a lot of turns, um, because I immediately contacted his now ex-wife, Roxana. Um, they have a beautiful relationship. They're co-parenting they're raising their kids together and um so i called roxana she was in disbelief also she was like you can't do this you have two beautiful girls you know what's going to happen and i said roxana I, i we've decided and this is it and so um and so started our journey and it was over a year's uh a year's time a year a whole yeah. year process. since you decided this is what i'm gonna do yes From the moment we decided to the conversation, to talking, um, to talking to the um, transplant center, the original one was Cedars. Mm -hmm. I went through. Um, here's the thing: when you become a donor, mm -hmm. 
they don't just choose anyone. I mean, you have to go through rigorous screening process, of course. Yes. right? They want to make sure that not only are you healthy, is your kidney healthy, but they want to make sure that you will live a healthy lifestyle after your after right. donating kidney yeah. with, with only one kidney. Um, so not everyone makes it through. Um, unfortunately, when we were at Cedars, the last screening process, um, after about three months worth of um, blood tests, they, they look at everything, um, was a CT scan. And um, they, so they actually look at your kidney, mm-hmm. how it is anatomically. And they found that I had um, four extra arteries. So a kidney typically is, and I found this out, so a kidney typically is one main or two arteries. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right? I happen to have four arteries. And so these, these bottom four, and they don't, they, they don't um, share kind of jobs. They're all individuals. So if you carterize one, right. then this, the section that you carterize kind of dies off. Right. Mm-hmm. So they said it was too complicated. Of it. My kidney anatomically was too complicated, not for me, but for the recipient. Right. right. And so they declined me. Oh, wow. So imagine after <clears throat> three months, three months, right? Oh, great. This is great. Going the great process. We were, we were already like planning our schedules. When should we do it? Should we do the greeting? It's a great thing, right? Everything was going great. And then they just immediately slammed the brakes on us. Now imagine having to make that phone call. Oh, to, God. to Julian, to Julian. Mm-hmm. saying, this is what happened, right? It was a very, very tough call. But anyhow, but <clears throat> the, the flip side of that was we kind of didn't give up. Through connections, we moved centers. We went to um, UCLA. Mm-hmm. And UCLA happens to... Um, I mean, they're both great centers, but they have different criteria. So UCLA happens to um, have surgeons that handle really complicated cases, and mine was one of them. And um, we spoke to the top surgeon, and he was very comfortable with it. And so everything was, okay, it's great. It's back on again. Um, But I was hesitant because not – I mean, you just don't know. I mean, how – I mean – Listen, I'm going to give you my kidney, right? Yeah. But I don't want to go through this whole thing and not have you thrive, right, with, with a kidney, with my kidney. So we spoke to the surgeon, and my husband and I, and I flat out asked him, Dr. Gretsch, and I said, Dr. Gretsch, if I was your, this is, I always do this with, with um, doctors, like with my, uh, with my OB, yeah. and if I was your daughter, right, would you be comfortable giving me that kidney? And he says, absolutely. He says, nothing's 100%. Nothing's 100%. But I am comfortable. And I'm like, okay, that's all I needed to know. And so it happened. And August the 26th, we went in. Of October? August. August. August August 26th, we went in. um, Five o'clock in the morning. And and we did this. And it was awesome. How long was your recovery? So the recovery was, it's supposed to take about, for the, for the donor, it's about six weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, the recipient, it's a longer um, 
it's a longer process only because the recipient takes a lot of um, anti-rejection medication mm-hmm. and so forth. But, um, and he's still, I mean, his kidney's doing great. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's Do you still call has it his little... kidney? No, not your kidney. Yeah, it's not mine. Wow. Like, it's just so crazy. <laughs> no, I mean, oh it's, my God, it's Cindy. you have to, you can't look at it that way. Because yeah. if right. you look at it that way, then you're not a good candidate. You're not, to you're not letting yeah. it go. Yeah. You know what I mean? You have yes. to just yes. give it away and just give it off to the universe, right? <laughs> go, go ahead. No, go ahead. Did you go through... Th- some sort of therapy or psychological screening or do you absolutely okay you you go part of the screening process i spent about three hours with a psychologist and they wanted to because they need to make sure that you're doing this for the right reason are you expecting anything i mean they ask you everything when i say (laughs) everything i mean i'm talking everything from (laughs) We'll talk about this later. But, <laughs> but one of the things is, you know, they even go through, are you expecting money in return? Which is illegal. You can't expect anything in return. Mm-hmm. Um, why are you doing this? What do you expect to come out of it? Um, what, 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 how would you feel if you gave him the kidney and um, he and it, 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 he didn't survive? How, so th- they go through all these scenarios and they want to make sure that they that the donor is going to be okay. Right. Because if they don't think they're going to be okay, then they just won't do it. Right, they don't want right. to put two people at risk, right. at risk, you know? So let me back up a little bit because I kind of skipped something. So the reason why I wanted to kind of, I wanted to bring, I wanted to tell my story mm-hmm. was not the donation, which I know I understand it's like this, it's a donation. It's a big story in and of itself. But the reason why I wanted to kind of go public is my my family's reaction, specifically my mom, Mm -hmm. right? And when I told her, you would have thought the world was ending. (laughs) I had this family meeting. Um, We went to late July of this Mm -hmm. year. We went to El Paso, and um, we were all together. It was the first time that... There's four of us, four siblings, and my mother and the spouses, we were all together. And um, in that trip, I got the call saying, okay, it's a go. Yeah, you're a match. Right? And- so I'm like, I'm like a nervous wreck. How am I going to tell my family? They had no clue. Oh, yeah. No one had any clue that what was what I was going through. So I sat them all down, and, um, and I sat my mom down. And I first of all, I said, well, um, first of all, I'm not pregnant. Right. Right. And the second thing I said, um, I've been approved to donate a kidney and I'm going to donate a kidney. And my mom looked at me and you would have thought that I told her that I'm going to like, she just, what, what do you mean? Like she couldn't. And she immediately went into this. How could you do this? You're being selfish. Eres egoísta. No puedes salvar el mundo. You know, and she's like, you're not thinking of your girls, what's going to happen to you? And she literally, she got up, she was all the clamped, she was, she just couldn't handle it and she just mm-hmm. walked away. And so I'm like, and, and I just let her, you have to let mm-hmm. them air it out. Yeah. Right? Because it's unfair for me to bring and I mean, I, it's almost felt like I dropped this bucket of ice on her mm-hmm. immediately. I've been going through this for a whole year. I just dumped this information on my family, right? Um, my brother, 
who was the most noble, will take his shirt off for anyone. He was like, you're not thinking about your girls. You're yeah. thinking of yourself. And so my other, my other sisters were a little bit more supportive, but they were still hesitant. Rightfully so. Right. Right? Um, and it took my mother a while. It actually took her up until um, a week before the surgery that she finally decided she was going to come. Oh. And it took her coaxing um, for my sisters mm-hmm. to say, you need to go. You need to be there for her, regardless of how you feel. And I was beyond grateful for that. And it, it took, she said she realized the morning of the surgery when the surgeons came out and um, in the waiting room was my, was my mother, Mario, was Roxana, um, was also um, Julian's brother, who also had had a, a kidney. Um, uh, a donor? A donor, yes. Oh, wow. So I'll give you a little backstory on him, too. So um, so I, I guess at one point, this when a surgeon came out and said, look, we're having a little bit of complications. The kidney, she's okay. But her kidney is a little bit in shock right now. We're trying to kind of, I don't know, maybe kind of revive it, whatever. And so at this point, Droxana, which is um, Julian's ex-wife, mm-hmm. she just freaked out. And she says, you know, we have no one. We have absolutely no one. Um, she's an only child. Roxana can't donate because she's a breast cancer survivor. Um, Julian's brothers, which I'll tell you in a bit, can't because they've all, they have the same disease. So there's no one. And, so, and my mother said that it was at that moment she realized why her daughter mm, yeah. was there. Mm, so beautiful. You know? And so it's moments like that that I think we need to... We need to share our story because it's very doable. Mm-hmm. You can't, I shouldn't say you can't, it's it, what's in your heart. Yeah. But I just need to share my story to tell you, you can do this. And it's a beautiful thing. And you're saving someone's life. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And so that's why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's okay. It's a beautiful story. Um, well, Let's just talk about more of the, I think that donating of a kidney is something that it's, it's spoken about, right? Mm-hmm. There it's, I, I, I want to say it's more common than we think it is. It is. Right. W- what is a kidney's function in one's like body? How has your body been affected post? Um, do you miss it? Can you, like, what is, right. do, why do uh, we, I read have, it letters yeah. every now and then. <laughs> why, do, why do we have two kidneys <laughs> if you only need one? Like what, can you just maybe give us a little, well, I'm not a medic. I'm not no, a doctor. But okay? I'm sure. Like, but, how do you feel okay, now? So, okay. So your kidney filters out all the toxins, right? Mm-hmm. Um, your kidney, I don't think again, yeah. I don't think is like an appendix or is like a, um, gallbladder where you don't need it. You, 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 you can survive with one kidney. Okay. Um, so the, my kidneys were obviously functioning at hundred percent. Now with my one kidney, my one kidney, um, is going to eventually enlarge just a bit. And the goal is to get my one kidney functioning at about 85%. Now a Human can survive. There are people walking this earth 
who just have, who were born with one kidney and have no clue and they're fine. So the goal is for my um, kidney to be functioning at about 85% and I will live a long, healthy life. Now you, to your question, um, have I felt anything? Nothing at all. I mean, I, I live my normal life. Could I be healthier? Could I exercise more? Absolutely. Could every you could we eat better? Absolutely. You know, but you could have done that even with two right. kidneys. It's exactly. not just so the fact that you not, have one. I, right. My body's not feeling anything. Has not felt anything. Um, I just I need to be more cognizant of you know drinking more fluids, um, but nothing out of the ordinary. Did that answer your question? Yeah, yeah. What lesson do you hope your children or your daughters take from this, your husband, your family? Have they? Um, I don't know. You got to ask them. <laughs> I think my kids, I would like to show them what, what you can do, what the human body is capable of and what your heart is capable of, most importantly. Because at some point in life, you struggle and you um, you struggle and you try and do what's best for yourself, and then you say, "Okay, what more is there?" Right. Yeah. ¿Qué más hay en este mundo que puede hacer? Right. And so you want to do something for other people. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is something that's always come natural to me. I've struggled. So let me tell you what I did struggle with. I struggled in the immediate, immediately following all the praise that I got. And I, I almost felt, I felt that everyone would be, oh my gosh, you're, you're a hero. You're this, you're that. What a beautiful thing. I would, it would, I felt like crawl through my skin because I just was not comfortable with that position because I, I almost felt like it, I was a, a fraud because mm-hmm. I didn't feel that way. And I didn't feel that way because it wasn't a big deal for me because I always knew that this is something I was going to do. Right. So it wasn't like, oh my gosh, I did this incredible thing. Um, and it wasn't until I spoke to a friend of mine who um, is a therapist and I explained to her, I'm like, I just feel like I feel so uncomfortable. And I, I almost, I said the word I hate, which I hate saying the word I hate because it's such a strong word. And I told her, I hate feeling this way, but I hate when people tell me because I feel like it's not true. Mm -hmm. And she said, well, just by virtue of you saying um, you're not a hero, that's very commendable to you. But you need to understand from his point of view, your actions saved his life. Yes. So as much as you need to honor your thoughts and your feelings... You need to honor his thoughts and his feelings and other people's feelings towards the action that your actions literally saved somebody else's life. You did. And so I had, she says, you need to marry those two together. And the moment that you make those two feelings equal, then you'll be able to understand what happened, what just transpired. And it's, it was a learning process for me to kind of, be able to live with those two emotions. Does that make sense? So you're already growing both spirit. You're growing a lot spiritually. It sounds like. Yes. I will say, Cindy, that when you walked in here, you look different. Yeah. Like not in a not in a bad way. Not like in a way that you you just. I showered this morning. Well, <laughs> every time I see you, you're, you are kind of dirty. <laughs> but you you your 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 gaze is different. Yes. Um, really? Your soul changed. 
Um, and I'm, you know, I mean, for, and I understand, and I understand where you're coming from because you know, what you were saying like, you don't want to feel like a hero, you know, living with mm -hmm. these emotions, but I think God is going, it's already giving you so much growth inside you and it's already like quadruple your soul and you're, you're, you're the way you look at people looks different. I don't know if it, anyone's really? ever told you that, but no. yeah. Uh, thank you. Thank you. You look that. so peace. Like there's Peaceful. this peace about you. Not you didn't have it before. It's just, there must be so much spiritually, so much spiritual growth growing inside you aside from, you know, everything else are you going through? Do you know what? And I, I don't know if, if you are feeling that, but it, you can tell by the way. I don't feel like there's any spiritual growth. I think I've always been a spiritual person. I've always believed in God. I've always believed in, um, the universe. And I've always believed that there is a reason why you and I, Paulina, everyone here is, we're here for a reason. Mm -hmm. Um, so I've always believed in that. And I've always believed that, um, that we're here to help people, that we're here yes. to help each other, mm -hmm. not yeah. just ourselves. I must say also, even by text, because we, you and I were texting since before you had your, um, procedure. And I just felt this peace about you, you know? Um, And I remember when I spoke to your husband, I, I saw your husband like a, a little bit right after your procedure and he just lit up when he spoke about you. And I, so I'm, I'm thinking that you guys got closer together after this, you know, after going through such a, such an experience. So that's a very good point you bring up. Um, I think we're all our worst enemies when it comes to self-love. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and it takes something like this where you're very vulnerable to realize who you are in this, how, how you fit into this world. Mm -hmm. Um, I would never have done it without his support and without my mother's support, but it goes without saying that, um, my husband tended to me for a week and a half. I mean, we had a small scare a few, a few days later, where he drove me to the hospital at four o'clock in the morning. My mother stopped what she was doing for a whole month. She tended to me every day, made me food, take up care of my kids. This woman is in her seventies and she was on all fours scrubbing my bathroom floor. Yeah. Um, his parents, Maria's parents that it, it just takes an army mm -hmm. to do something like this. So it wasn't just about me. It was, I wasn't, Sure, I, I, gave, I, I, I gave my kidney to someone, but I couldn't have done it without the support of the people around you. Um, there was no way that I could have done this. And so I'm very appreciative of that. And, and that's, those are my true heroes. Those are the peers. I mean, I had friends drive in from an hour and a half just to rub my foot. You know, I had friends who showed up with food. I had friends who showed up. I had this, you know, like kind of like my surgery was kind of like a C-section and I was, you know, my abdomen was really um, bloated. So she showed up with like uh, these yoga pants and all kinds of pants to try and fit comfortably. And I had another friend who um, would show up and just hung out with my kids while I was, you know, 
totally with pain meds upstairs and I didn't even see her. Like I had, I had an army of people around me who showed up. That's amazing. That's you know, beautiful. and that's the part that kind of goes and said, mm-hmm. and they do it without expecting anything in return because they're there for you and they love you. And that's what I think that's also worth noting. But it's also, it talks about how like you did that the same way, like the, your action was selfless. Your action was without anything in return. And in return, God gave that back to you like a hundred times hold Absolutely. with your friends, with your family and yep. constantly. And now even more and more. Yep. And it's just, it's, it's just, it's just a bigger conversation on just the power of selfless love and what it can achieve, you know? Mm-hmm. So beautiful. Um, let's take a break and then come back with okay. just maybe a pick of the week or maybe just another, maybe just keep, just keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. Hey, Super Mamas, Paulina and Brisa here. We just want to remind you to rate and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, follow us on Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, have you seen us rocking our Super Mamas swag? Well, we want you to join in. Use promo code SMPODCAST at checkout on supermamas.com slash swag for 15% off your next order. Again, that's code SMPODCAST on supermamas.com slash swag for 15% off. Okay, now back to the show. Okay, we're back. So how is Julian today? How is he's he doing? Well, he's well. He's um, he's at the tail end of his um, of his recovery. His mm-hmm. process is a little bit longer. Um, his so Julian has this condition called PKD. It's polycystic kidney disease, and it's one of many diseases affecting kidneys. And his kidneys, um, from what I understand, is um, there's cysts that form in his kidneys and they enlarge and then eventually their kidneys lose function. Mm-hmm. So he had, he got PKD from his mother. His mother pa- passed away from PKD. Oh. Um, he has um, two other brothers and all three boys have PKD. His two other brothers have already had a kidney transplant. So oh. he was the last one to, um, he was able to kind of hold off as much as possible. Um, for a transplant. And so he is doing well as well as, you know, he's like, like I said, he still has a little bit of a recovery to go, but, um, yeah, he's doing good. That's so great. That's so great. Um, I wanted to talk to you about a little bit about what we were talking off air earlier, uh, with my mom about the cultural misconceptions surrounding, uh, donation. Honestly, for me, like you were saying, it's such a pride to, to just click that box I'm not a donor on my, on my, on my license. Cause you know, you have this misconception like, well, if I get in an accident, they're going to kill me and they're going right. to take all my organs, you know, because that's the well, first of all, it's illegal. <laughs> right. Yeah. But you know, that's what a lot of people think that if Absolutely. I check that box, they're not going to do anything to save my life. Right. Right. So I think that's just one of them, but there's just so many misconceptions. You also watch too many CSIs. And too many no, that was before. <laughs> that was even before that. That was even before that, you know, like when I but saw my husband's life. I was like, why are you a donor? Like, I don't know. That's a very valid point. And listen, um, it has to come from your heart. Right. right? But donation, it's, it's a very doable thing. It's, um, like I mentioned earlier, they, you go through a screening process, but not everyone is accepted to be Mm -hmm. a donor. Um, 
but there's this, I don't know how you get past this misconception, uh, how you get past my mother's, right. our mother's yes. misconception. Especially of this. in our community, right? Yes. And let me tell you, Latinos are the highest growing um, demographic in need of kidney. Yes. All that. And we are the lowest ones donate. that actually donate. So how is that going to work in our favor? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's you know, so we really need to um, just take a look at it and, and let's just open the conversation and make it, just normalize it. Right. Um, and make it a less taboo subject because with information comes power. Yes. Right? Yeah. Knowledge is power. And knowing, and knowing what the pros and cons are for um, donating anything from, I mean, I even, I, I told um, the caseworker that I was working with, okay, so, um, you know, if I'm 10, 15 years down the line, if I'm still healthy, can we talk about maybe donating something else? Oh my God. <laughs> you know, it's just, listen, if we can, yes, yes, and yes. if it's doable, and if you can still live a healthy life, why not? Yeah, I mean, right? I think just by having you here, talking to you, seeing you, it just really changes my, my whole perspective, right? Because you have this idea, but like knowing somebody and actually, you know, talking to you through Mm -hmm. the process. And I was like, how are you? I was just very curious. Um, It changes my mind about it. You know, I'm like, okay. I mean, I would, I would definitely do it for my children, my siblings. Um, I think it's so commendable to do it with, for somebody that, you know, is not part of your family, but I think, it really changes my perspective on things. So thank you, Cynthia, for doing of that. Of course, thank you. And how is your life today as a as a as a donor? Like I know you were like telling a us a person walking around with one kidney. Yeah. Is that what you're <laughs> yeah, but no, but I know you were talking about how when you become a donor, it's you're part of a sort of a club, right? So one of the benefits from this is kind of a. I mean, you don't want to you don't want to do this <laughs> for this benefit, but one of the um, one of the surprising things that. Um, kind of like a plus that it, a kidney donor has is um, if at any point in your life you are in need of a kidney yourself, and because you're a living kidney donor, um, they immediately jump you to the front, to the top of the list. They bypass everyone. That is something that you get, you know, benefit that you get from being a living kidney donor is you immediately, you're like, you're number one. And the, not only do you get the first kidney available, you get the first healthy kidney available. The best and, of the best. And here's the thing, and it kind of brings me to another point. Mm-hmm. Um, being a living kidney donor is so much more beneficial to the recipient because when you receive a um, kidney from a cadaver, which is a good part of the kidney transplants that happen, the life of a um, kidney from a cadaver is anywhere between, I believe it's about eight years. Wow. That's a lifespan. Now the lifespan of a living kidney donor, if I was to give you my kidney while we're supposed to, it, it just makes it to where the, um, the situation is so much more like you, we can plan it, right? There's no downtime for my kidney, um, going into, going into you, so the lifespan is about 18, 15 to 18 years, oh, wow. it more than doubles. So let wow. me give you an example. One of my cousins um, has another disease, which I can't remember off the top of my head, um, who has, who has um, his brother gave him a kidney. 
And his first kidney lasted almost 18 years. So, and then his ex-wife gave him a kidney and so forth. And that was that, now that's another story. But, um, but I can't stress the importance of a living kidney donor. I think any organ, right? I mean, right. I mean, I, I would say yes. Um, Again, I'm not but a doctor, not so, yeah, we're not. so we yeah. don't know. I only play one on TV. TV. Yeah. <laughs> I only do, watch a lot of right? TV. And we watch a lot of CSI. <laughs> so. And what's your other one you watch? Um, Grace and Grace. Grace. I'm, I'm a, I, know, I know medical do, terms. Listen, yes, listen. You're with Grace Anatomy, Anatomy like I'm with the, with the West Wing. That's like one of my favorite shows. <laughs> so I, I know a lot oh, of like political, political terms. terms. I know a lot of yeah. medical terms. I know what's so. up. All right. Let's take a break. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> may not come up with my And we're back. Cindy, now moving on. <laughs> What's your super robot picker tip of the week? <laughs> so it's more of a tip. Okay. And I, it's a kind of a timely mm-hmm. because of the next few days, you know, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Um, so my thing is I've always been really big on um, when you get any kind of service, you get bad service. I'm always the first one to comment on bad service. Uh-huh. But listen... The flip side is, I will always comment if I get great service. Right? right? Mm-hmm. I will. I am the person that writes to the corporate website and says and say, Bricia Lopez at your store here gave me this wonderful service, and this is why you have great service. Right? <laughs> oh, awesome. This, that's just who I am. So my tip is never, never underestimate the power of not only feeling gratitude, but expressing it. Mm, great. And let 100%. me give you an example. Mm-hmm. I have two, but the first one has just happened yesterday. So every year we go to the Grove mm-hmm. um, and take a picture with Santa, right? And those appointments they fill up very quickly, and I'm always <laughs> the first one to like, I'm like, I'm going to do this, and this is, and it's just a ritual we do. We go, we buy new dresses, right? We go to Target, we buy our dresses. And uh, we go with his parents, and um, we take picture with Santa. We go to the American Girl store. We have lunch. We just kind of do the experience. Tradition. Like, yes, right. But specifically at this, take a picture with Santa. The Santa there, he is incredibly awesome, and he takes his time, and he talks to them, and they always write him a letter, and he sits and talks to them, and you know this whole letter situation. And um, so we take the picture. And they take you to this little room so you can scan your photos, right? right? So you can see. And guess what? We all closed our eyes on like three of the photos, right? <laughs> Meanwhile, there's like a line like 50 deep, right? Of pe- other people who had already scheduled an appointment like a month ago. And I showed the woman and I'm like, we closed our eyes. And she's like, oh, no problem. We'll do it again. So they stopped everyone. They let us go back in. And so anyhow, so long story short is... You, I, you send the a, a letter? No, I didn't. Oh, not yet. I talked to the manager. I said, who's the manager here? And I, I, I'm, I'm a very tactile person. I need to touch people, right? So I grabbed her arm and I said, listen. And she looked at me like, oh my gosh, here it comes. <laughs> Some kind of bad news, right? <laughs> and I said, we do this every year. I drive an hour. We took, it took us like an hour and 50 minutes yeah. to get to the Grove, right? I, dro- I, drove over, I drive over an hour to get here. 
I said, this is what we do every year. And you guys always offer the best service. I said, thank you so much for what you do. And she looked at me and I think I got, I took her. I, you know, I, <laughs> she was, was like, like, you're not complaining. <laughs> yeah. And she, and immediately like her shoulders kind of came down and she was more relaxed and she looked at me in the eyes. She says, thank you so much for doing this. Thank you so much for your words. They really mean a lot. And guess what? She gave me like a free, the free parking pass for all day. <laughs> like that's a plus. It yes. Like crazy, yeah. But never underestimate the power of a thank you. Yes. Oh, that's, that's beautiful. Right. Isn't that, that's isn't like that the best. True? That's the best tip for Thanksgiving week. Well, you win. My you team win. goes down. <laughs> you win, Cindy. Thank you so much. Thank you're, you. right. you're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. So we're, true. We're, we're humans can be so quick to judge, but never quick to be thankful. Yes. Positive so and, and we should totally so, be so like true. that. So, and starting so at home. Starting at home. Right. Yeah. <sighs> With their husbands and their children. So yes. that's my tip. Polina. I'm going to give you my tip. Well, let me give you a good tip. Well, I'm going to give you a bunch of tips. Picks, right, my pick. picks, picks, picks. Because it is, it is Black Friday. Black Friday is this, this Friday. Weekend. Oh, don't get me started. <laughs> we have our, we have our I've like Supermama sealed holiday. my wallet shut this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> we have our, um, have our right? Supermama holiday gift guide dropping next week. Because we hey. do one every year. We take out a, a gift guide of our favorite picks that, that we've had all year. But we have a few picks that um, our friends at Target send over to us. Yes. My first pick is the Graco Safety Surround Car Seat. This Friday, it's going to have 50% off. That's Five pretty zero. huge. Five I mean, 50 zero. That's huge. not a car seat. Like, I mean, that's that not a $10 purchase, no, by the way. That's, no, no, the, no. that's a big, one of the biggest investments when you have a kid, the car mm. seat. And honestly, I'm kind of like low-key want to buy it, even though I'm not even pregnant yet. Because I'm like, am I going to have to wait until next Friday? 50% off of a car mm-hmm. seat? I mean, that's, that's pretty, that's pretty hardcore. There's also a hundred dollars off the Kiko Bravo travel system, a hundred dollars off. And 50% off the BTEC monitor. Um, and also. we're, yeah, so we're going to Oh my link, gosh, yeah. I love those monitors. They last forever. Uh, and that's another big investment. Yes. Monitors and cards. Monitors and cards. Sure. I love me my targets. Yes. Oh yes. girl. <laughs> yes. <Hello. laughs> I mean, I'm just... I feel like Latinas were just born with the Target gene. I know. I'm Listen, not even. I'm, I'm, I'm I am that. I am that. I am that woman. <laughs> Maria is always like, really, you're that woman. I'm that woman. That, listen, but I show up really organized. Okay, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not fumbling. I'm that woman that shows up with my coupons, with my gift card, with my Target cartwheel, with my red That's card, me. everything. And they're like, they, they they're like, oh, you <laughs> saved thirty some dollars today. And I'm like, ching. I know, yeah. right? That's me too. I'm so the proud. Same. Every time I go and I show my card, I'm like, you're just me. like my sister. This is what you guys are friends. That is, listen, I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you how much I've saved. Does it show here? It does show. The app your, shows everything. Show. Have you, you used, have you used a drive up? I haven't yet. You what? haven't? Girl, you what are missing out. What does it say? How much have I saved? $420? Just by using cartwheel. What? Yeah. 414 screen does not lie you know what i'm gonna screenshot your your thing because you're gonna you're gonna want to make moms like then subscribe to that and you still haven't used the drive up i have it just because she's just like my target is my my zen moment this is this is just target and me are one oh okay target and i are one i should say but yeah yeah you're like why would i not want to go inside yeah yeah it's kind of like fomo right i'm right here like why i I need i need to that dollar section it kills i always tell the the people when they're stocking it i'm like you guys need to stop stocking this dollar section because it kills me (laughs) i know it's almost like that when you know it's it's almost like the the 
addictive. The the line when you when you're at Sephora and you're trying to pay, and then there's like that oh little God, section no. with it's tra- like you have to put blinders like, on with like travel like size <laughs> stuff, and you're like, stop, stop, get it away from me. But see, Target does that at the beginning. Yeah, I know. You go in and you're like, oh, let me see this, I know, and I you know. are like, I'm taking all of this. I'm taking everything. And, and they're always smart because they're always like a season ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so you're like, maybe I want this for when like the- it's not that expensive. No. It's only a dollar. <laughs> I want this fake Santa for a dollar. <laughs> I know. Nice. And then I always do like buy four get five dollar off right yeah so then people behind me will see like um why are you why is she is she stocking up for the apocalypse or what? like you know like, like detergents and everything right and then i get the gift card and then they're like oh you got 25 dollars with some man behind me it was like oh man i need to tell my wife about this <laughs> i got like 25 dollars of the gift cards yes. in one purchase. you know it's just yeah there is a do. lot of uh, there's a lot of secret deals so that you guys said. Listen, you, know, you need day, to get with me because the other day I was doing a pickup and um, I placed the order and then I got an email saying, "Oh, sorry, we don't have it available anymore." And the whole price of the items that I bought, they gave me a gift card for that amount because they didn't have no it way they didn't have it available. What? I know. I was like, should I say this secret or not? <laughs> well, I'm going to share it with you guys because I love you so much. With that. I mean, don't go. But it's only when they don't have it, right? Mm. They don't have it. And they gave me the whole amount in a gift card. And I'm like, yes. Let me tell you something. Going back to my tips of giving thanks. I when, Once when I was pregnant, um, I, at, I was taking my, my um, card out. And this guy who was putting the, the shopping carts together... He's, he's, he's like, Oh, let me help you, ma'am. I'm like, Oh no, that's fine. He's like, Oh no, ma'am, you're pregnant. Let me help you. Let me help you load the groceries. So I think his name was Sean and I can still see his face. But anyhow, I made a point to look at his name tag and I wrote to Target and I said, listen, this guy, Sean, blah, 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 blah. And this, and I've never had a bad experience at Target, but you just need to know the positive reinforcement. Guess what showed up? $20 gift card like a month later on my... <gasps> but listen, it's it's about, yes. it's about uh-huh. saying these are the kind of people, yeah. this is the reason why... And Sean is now places. the CEO. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you are just serious goals, by the hey, way. Thank you so much for being here, thank Cynthia. Thank you for having um, me. Where can people... Okay, we didn't even talk about your amazing cakes and like what you actually yes. do. You are not just an organ donor. <laughs> You are an incredible. I'm not baker. an organ donor by trade. Is <laughs> no. what you're asking? That's not what you do. That's all you do for, your, for nine to five. Um, you are actually an incredible baker. Incredible, oh, thank like, you. Incredible. You brought some stones, scones that are just like stones. just like beyond of what you would find at a very fancy store. Thank you. You, you made my cake made... for my baby shower, which was amazing. Incredible, incredible. Thank I was very you. heartbroken this year because I, you couldn't make my. Cake. I know. I'm sorry. You were out there donating. I was recovering from my kidney. <laughs> <laughs> um, but where can moms buy your beautiful creations? Where's your Instagram? How can so they get in contact with you? My Instagram is pastel cake and confections, and I'll give you the link that you can kind of put up as well. Um, so yeah, on Instagram. Awesome. Instagram are you Facebook. back? Are you back baking? Yes. Oh, nice. Full force, especially for the holidays. It's well, it's crazy. I mean, you got these cones going. I know. Right? <laughs> these things pretty good to me. Oh, and you haven't tried my brownies. I know. Mm. I'm known for my brownies. No, I've tried your brownies, you in, brownies? at Disneyland. When we went into at Disney. Oh, that's right. Yes. Oh, trust me. I that's remember. Right. I remember. That's right. Okay. <laughs> I'm okay. like, yes, I Listen, have. You have. Okay. Um, yes. And we're also going to be sharing some links if anyone is. Even thinking about donating an organ or has right. that's ever crossed their mind, we will definitely be linking those at supermamas.com. Okay. And yeah, you guys have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Yay. Yes. Eat a lot. Eat a lot. A lot. Um, 
I was reading an article that I'm actually going to link also on our, on our site. Uh, it was from Harper Bazaars and it talked about how you can, I know there's, I know this country is going through so much and I understand that Thanksgiving is one of these holidays that was born out of a lot of anger and yes. a lot of horrible things to people. But I always, you know, I always say that out of the most ugly things, the most beautiful things come. And even though there's so much politics that I, a lot of us don't agree with, take this time that you're getting off work. <laughs> take this time to really come together as a family and really give thanks for being alive, for having a place to eat. Um, and find a, a family that you can give back to. Yes, definitely. Absolutely. Definitely. But this article talked about a lot of things that you can have, conversations that you can have over the dinner table. So we will link that on our show notes as well. Awesome. Hey, sisters. Thank you so much for listening. Hope all of you guys are subscribed to our newsletter. If you're not, make sure you hit that subscribe button on superromas.com. We will be sending out invites to upcoming events, promos, and super cool surprises your way. And of course, you can always keep up with us through the gram at underscore supermamas and on Twitter also at underscore supermamas and in the face at supermamas podcast. Oh, one more thing. We want to hear your supermama moment of the week to share with all of you sisters. Call into our hotline. 424-329-3707 and leave us a message or simply email us a voice note to hello at supermamas.com. Very soon, we could be featuring you on the show. Please remember to leave your name and Instagram handle for a chance to be featured. Much love and see, see you, you next week. Supermamas! Super